Engaging conversation on the most urgent problem of our day and what you can do about it. Now, the End Abortion Podcast by Priests for Life. Well, hello, I'm Janet Morena, Executive Director of Priest for Life, joined here with pro-life leader Frank Pavone. Welcome Great back. Great to be here. And of course, we've just come back from Washington, D.C. We sure and did. And boy, oh boy, snow, freezing cold. <laughs> I mean, especially during the march, then we get to the Supreme Court, and it's still snowing when it we get It was actually a pretty scene, as people will see on the video. <laughs> it was a pretty scene, but it was cold. It yeah. was cold. But we've endured worse. But we were very blessed uh, for the Silent No More gathering. You know, many of us, you've heard us talk about the Silent No More testimonies, how they, they end the march. It's so powerful. Well, you know what we thought we'd do is on some of these programs in the next month, we're going to bring you there. In case you couldn't be there, we're going to take you there. Right. And we were so blessed this year to have Bishop Joseph Strickland with us. He, first of all, he was in Constitution Hall that morning with us and got an award uh, but then he marched with you yes. right to the Supreme Court. Exactly. And then we asked him to take the uh, the stage there uh, at some, before we started the official testimonies coming out. We had the bishop, um, uh, you know, start with some opening uh, remarks. And if you listen, there was remember there was a protester that tried to interrupt the bishop. Uh-huh. And it, it, very faintly, you might hear him uh, in this clip. So let's take a look right now at Bishop Strickland up at the Supreme Court in D.C. Well, the main thing to say thank you for being here, supporting the sanctity of life, a gift from God, as the snow falls, the uh, office that priests and religious pray speaks of one of the Psalms, and and actually um, it's all of nature, snow and rain, cold and wind, Everything is a blessing from God, all of creation. So it's a little cold, not used to this much snow from Texas. We do get snow, but not like this too often. But I know many of you, this is just a a light snowfall. So we gather to celebrate the sanctity of life. And I I want to mention, I've mentioned already, but it's great to see so many young people. Of course, in the Lord, we're all young. And we need to remember that. Life is a gift for all of us. And we do need to remember that those toward the older age of life, they're threatened as well in this time as through the whole spectrum of life. So beginning with the sanctity of the life of those in the womb, the unborn, really is the foundation of building a culture of life. So I thank you for being here for this pro-life march. Let us always stay joyful in the gift of life that God has given us. And pray especially, because I really believe that those who oppose life, for whatever reasons, whatever description they give it, it's because they don't understand that God loves them. That is as as simple and as basic as it gets. God doesn't understand. He doesn't understand that God loves him. God loves all of us. We are a product of God's love. And that's what we celebrate. So let us pray for those who are unable to understand God's love. 
And let us always be motivated by love. Not by hatred, not by anti-anything, but by love. And I bless you for being here with us on this snowy afternoon. And let me now offer a blessing for all of us gathered here who can hear, and everyone in this pro-life march, and for all of this city and this nation, that all of us might recognize the sacred gift of life from God. Almighty God, we thank you for your blessings. We ask that you guide us always in the light of your Son. Keep us joyful and keep us seeking always a deeper life in the sacred heart of your Son through the Immaculate Heart of the Blessed Virgin Mary. We ask that you help us to see the witness of the saints through the ages, those who have lived their lives seeking sanctity as all of us are called to. Help us to turn from sin and embrace the virtues of the gospel and to go forth from here knowing more deeply than ever the sanctity and the gift of every life. And we ask this blessing in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless you. Thank you, Bishop. You know, the Bishop, he's just so inspiring, isn't he? Well, you know, he focused on a key message there, the love that God has right. for all people. That's what the Silent No More campaign is based on because it is a testimony of the love God has for these men and women, these moms and dads, who even after they had their child killed can find again that merciful love of Christ. Right. The love of God is what brings about life in the right. first place. We exist because of His love. We have mercy for, from our sins because of His love. And it was a perfect w uh, way to set the, uh, the framework and right. tone of the gap. Well, and even when that, that heckler, the protester from the other side, was trying to taunt the bishop, if you notice what he said, and even for people who don't agree mm -hmm. with us, God's love is yeah. there like for Like I always say, they're not the enemy, they're captive to the enemy. Captive to we the have enemy. to set them free. Mm -hmm. So then after the bishop finished his remarks, I got up with Alveda King, Dr. Alveda King, who of course is still involved with our ministry. And let's take a listen now, because I think you're going to really like what she had to say, and I did too. Thank you for coming, and of course, Alveda, I have known her for a very long time, all the way back to the late 90s. But once we started the campaign, Alveda said to me, Janet, I have to be silent no more. And she, she gave her testimony for us. And then, a few years later, I was with Alveda with her family. And we were leaving the event. And as we were leaving, her mother, Miss Naomi King, said to me, Janet, I have a testimony and I'm going to be silent no more. And Alveda didn't even know this. Alveda's mother, when she was, as she said, keeping company with Alveda's daddy, A.G. King, which is the brother of Martin Luther King, became pregnant. And she was considering an abortion. But her mother said, no, we got to go talk to our pastor first. And guess who that was? Granddaddy King. And he said to her, mother, no, you, you can't have that abortion because I see this child, fair-skinned, red hair, and she's going to be a, make a difference in this world, a little girl. And that's her mother's testimony, Miss Naomi Barber King. And she's still, she's in her 90s, and she declares that she nearly had an abortion. But praise God for the King family that talked her out of it. And here we're going to hear now from Miss Alveda. All right. I asked Janet to uh, tell my testimony. 
for my mother, and then I want to just share a little more about mine. I actually did, I'm Alveda King, named after my daddy, Alfred, and then Vita for life, right? So here I am now, alive at age 73. Isn't that amazing? Yay. Because my grandfather told my mother not to abort me. So when people say, no man can tell me what to do, well, I'm glad that man told my mama don't abort me because I wouldn't be here today. Tell when you so I want you to think about that. January 22nd, 1951. Oh, so for Roe v. Wade Day uh, or March for Life Day, all those years, and when it was reversed, I said, well, thank the Lord. So our work now is to go from victory to victory. In the words of my leader, Frank Pavone, victory to victory and so in every generation every decade and on every platform we have to continue to proclaim life from the womb to the tomb and beyond one blood and one human race and so what I say to women who are faced with a choice of whether to abort or let the child live just go get some help Jesus is there for you can everybody say Jesus Jesus! Call on Jesus and get some help. And it's a civil wrong, it's a crime against humanity to kill an innocent human being. So these are things that we have been proclaiming out of Priests for Life and several of the organizations that I'm with, AFPI, I'm here for Students for Life, all of you. Now stop fighting among yourselves as to which organization is the best and which is the greatest. Who is the greatest? Jesus! Say Jesus one more time. So in the name of Jesus, I proclaim here in 2024 that life is sacred, human life is sacred from the womb to the tomb and beyond, and we are one blood and one human race. God saved me, rescued me, Jesus healed me from my abortions, and guess how I fought back? Telling my testimony. And so if you have a testimony and you need to be healed, whether you're a man or a woman, grandparent, parent, let Jesus heal you. And then look, every generation, every decade, at every platform, it's not enough just to vote. After you vote, put your vote in action and inform your community. It's not enough to run for office and win and pass the legislation. Once you do that, make sure those laws are enforced in every generation. I'm so glad to see each of you today. So Jesus, salt and light. Say salt and life. Salt, light, and life. Do this with me and I'm going to step away. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. Look at the sun. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. You see the sun? This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. Let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. God bless you all. You know, I, I can remember that whole story with her mom, uh, Naomi Barber King, yeah. like it was yesterday. Remember, we were coming outside of the Hyatt in yeah, Atlanta. Yeah. We're standing waiting for a cab to go to the airport. And all of a sudden, Miss Naomi says to me, Janet, I have a testimony too. Remember the shock on Alvita's yes, face? Yes, But if you notice too, what Alvita said was, oh my gosh, this all makes sense to me now. And we said, what do you mean, Alvita? She goes, you know, when I was a little girl, my mom sometimes would scold me and say, oh, you're always ruining things for me. And it was because in Naomi's back of her mind was, 
well, I was supposed to go on to college and I was going to pursue a whole career in nursing and other things. And having Alveda, you know, I, I gave that up mm -hmm. because I had this baby and then AD and I got married. And, you know, so in the back of her mother's mind, it was like, well, this kid messed up my plans, what well, I see, thought were mine. That's a great example of what Dr. Philip Ney always tells us, pseudo secrets mm -hmm. within the family. When parents have either had an abortion or almost had an abortion or were, were advised to have an abortion, I mean, those, those children are abortion survivors, right. those that, that survive. Right. And uh, it is always damaging to the family. Right. Even like in this case, even when there was a potential abortion, it's still damaging. And the lesson is that when the child who is affected knows about what happened, that makes, like Alvita said, that makes a whole lot of other things make sense. Right. Because whether they knew about it or not, they were affected by it, and now they can understand why they were affected in that way or how it altered the family dynamics. That's right. Yeah. And, and of course, Alvita also said that she went on herself to have an abortion yeah. later on a, as an adult. And she always said to me, gee, I wonder if I had known about my mother considering aborting me, if that would have changed my attitude. Yes, it going, well may it have. It might have prevented uh, me from having that abortion if right. I, I had known that information. She ended up having two abortions. She ended up having enough. two. But, yeah. And I love that now she's silent no more. But her mother is now in her 90s, and she still t tells her testimony. Yeah, she, she likes to awesome. do it. And she said, well, you know, I have to be honest. And think about Granddaddy King. How that was so amazing mm. that he had that image of Alveda being a fair skinned child with red hair and that she was going to make a big difference in life. And look at her now. Yes. She is. She's no, making that a was big a, difference. It was, that was a prophetic vision. Prophetic. Now, some people might be surprised that, you know, at a silent no more gathering where we're focusing on the testimonies and the uh, mercy of God, that Alveda would bring up legislation. But right. she did. She brought up specifically the enforcement of legislation because right. that ties in with the Silent No More campaign, or even though the campaign is not a legislative agenda. Right. Nevertheless, when laws that are on the books, for example, for clinic safety and clinic regulations, are not enforced, it ends up contributing to the stories of pain that those moms and dads share. Absolutely. Because they, 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 like the book called Unsafe by our friends at, at Americans United for Life, or the book Lime 5 that Mark Crutcher put together with my help and the help of many others, uh, indicate these abortion facilities are conducted with such unbelievably unscrupulous behavior. Right. And <laughs> this damages, this, I mean, abortion in itself does damage, and then the way that it's done adds even more damage on top of that with the no, no attention to, uh, to, to, to uh, patients' vital signs, uh, expiration well, of medication. Well, there's no medical history taken uh, at all. Medical history. None. So Alveda is, is, was very correct to bring up this whole theme about the, uh, the enforcement of laws. The more these laws that are already on the books get enforced, the safer these moms are going to be. Well, and also, too, by the testimonies themselves, so many of these women had said if abortion wasn't legal, I wouldn't have done it. No, Legality right. gives permission. Most and people, so right. now with the overturning of Roe, in some states where they're protecting the unborn child, mm -hmm. abortions have gone way down. Why? Oh, yeah. In Alabama, you can't have an abortion. Oh, so now the women of Alabama think, can they go over to Florida or another state? Yes. But 
if it's illegal in your community, there's a bigger chance that they're not going to have that abortion. Of course. Most people don't want to be lawbreakers. No, they yeah. don't. Well, that was a great discussion. And, you know, brothers and Very sisters, good. we are going to have more glimpses in the weeks to come of if you couldn't come to Washington, we're going to show you more testimonies, a lot of great footage. We're going to make you feel like you were there, even mm -hmm. if you weren't, so that you can make plans to join us there next year. So thanks again, uh, pro-life leader Frank Pavone. Always your, your insight is great. And brothers and sisters, until next time, just remember, there are some abortions only you can stop, and therefore, some lives only you can save. Join us again next time. Thank you. This has been the End Abortion Podcast. To learn more, to help end abortion, and to connect with us on social media, visit endabortion.net.